guys, welcome back to the Live at Love podcast. I am so excited to have Emily Reynolds on as a guest this week. And um, and me and Emily just kind of met in chem class, right? <laughs> yeah, it was Chem 1050. Yes. And I didn't know who Olivia was, but I thought she was so sweet oh. and so nice. <laughs> And we kind of just, like, struggled through that class together, I feel like. And I remember, like, seeing you every day walk in with your backpack, and you always had, like, nice clothes on. (laughs) And I'd always be like, why do you, are you a teacher? I think at first I thought you were a teacher. Well, I usually don't choose to dress up for class, but I had an internship, so that's why I But now you choose to, and I But now I do choose to, and it it gets me out of bed, and it makes me feel a little bit more confident about myself when I dress up. Emily's a senior this year, so I feel like... Next year, I won't, but, like, senior year, I should, like, make it a goal to, like, wear adult, not adult, but wear cute clothes instead of, like, my, yeah. the way I think about shorts. it is, okay, yes, so, like she said, I am a senior, and so, at this point in my life, I'm just thinking about post-grad and yeah, getting a job, true. and so, at this point in my career journey as a college senior, I view college as my job. I like it. And so, That's I'm like, good. I gotta, I gotta dress up, I gotta get there, and I, I gotta like do my stuff. That's a good transition into so that's post-grad. my that's my piece of advice. Good. School is your work. Okay. I want so to dress like it. Well, you know what my schoolwork was today? <laughs> what? <laughs> Kayaking blindfolded. <laughs> it was so fun. It's like such a PRTM thing I to do. <laughs> so I don't know if I could wear nice clothes. Okay. Or you just could and just really right? throw everything off. You know, or I could like make it like my park outfit, wear some chacos. Yeah, yeah, and just like, dress for the role. Right? I would say exactly. I also am an, a creative major, so I feel like it's also a part of my yeah my job to like dress cool. So you are cool. But also, right now I'm wearing leggings and tennis but shoes still and a workout tank top. So cute. it's not every day that I dress up. That's okay. Well, tell us about yourself, Emily. So I. Like Liv said, I'm a senior at Clemson University, and I study graphic communications and brand communications, and I really, really love it. I'm from Sumter, South Carolina, yes, so a little Sumter. small town girl right here, um, but I really don't like big cities, so really? yeah, it's it's not my vibe. So I don't know where I'm going to end up once I graduate, but not a big city. And she told me that this summer she worked in Charleston. I did. So did you like that vibe of a city? Yes. Yes. I just want to be in Charleston. I love Charleston. Charleston is the best place in the world. It really ever. is. I love it. So, yes, that's the goal. That's, that's the it, perfect city size It for really me. is. And it's, like, literally on the water, too. Oh, yes. Like, that's yes. the best of both worlds. Yeah. This summer I got to surf. Oh, my god. I learned how to surf. That's and so cool. It was really amazing. I, I wanted to do, always wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, you're going to live in Charleston, too, right? Fingers crossed. So I'll teach you how to surf when right. we're there together. Perfect. Yay. Okay. Well, today, um, I guess me and Emily are going to talk about just how it is being a Christian in Greek life, like whether in your, whether you're in a sorority or a fraternity. Um, and I think Emily has some really cool tips and tricks not just those but just like how to like juggle being Christian in that and showing you that it's okay to be a Christian in a sorority like you don't have to live this like either a double life or you don't have like there's different um what's the word like people people will go and think sorority people are like this type of person yeah like what's, the stereotype yes thank you yes. like a stereotype and so I think Emily, today she's going to talk about just different stereotypes and how you can change that and not be that in yeah. this college life. Yeah, so, so 
I am in a sorority, so is Olivia. Yes. We are both in Alpha Delta Pi at Clemson. Boom, boom. And it's so funny because when I rushed 80 Pi, I, like, never thought I was going to be, like, a big sorority girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that 80 Pi was just going to be a thing I did on the side, and I was going to, like, focus on, like, the normal ministry route yeah. in college. Yeah. Um, and so it's just really funny that college has been very different than that and in such a great way though so my background in kind of like greek ministry is that i was chaplain for 80 pi my sophomore year yeah sophomore year um and it really just opened my eyes to first of all the need of christians in greek Mm. life like greek life can be a very like dark place and i think a lot of people um, look to their sorority sisters or look to like guys and fraternities or something like that to fulfill their identity. Mm. And I just kind of learned that, you know, sororities and fraternities are dark places, but also they're amazing. And, and so I've really just been challenged to kind of connect being Greek and being Christian because like you said there's stereotypes of being a Greek student where a lot of the stereotypes are you know big partiers Mm. superficial you know care about what clothes you wear and like everything like that which I think is true in some cases but then for Christians there's another stereotype of being you know goody two shoes um doesn't know how to have fun all that stuff but I'm here to say that both of those things can come together and you can, you know, you can go to all of the Greek events and you can engage in leadership opportunities within a sorority or a fraternity, but you can also be a follower of Jesus in that. And when they come together, it's really, really amazing the impact that you can have on the people around you and like seeing your role in that capacity as a role of love and, you know, Jesus calls us to go to the lost and Mm. to the people who, you know, are in darkness and for us to be a light to them. And so that's kind of a brief overview of kind of where my head's at right now in terms of being Greek and being Christian. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. Well, I was just going to say how, so Emma's a senior, so she's been in 80 Pi all four years of college and I'm a sophomore right now. And I rushed this year. So I'm literally a newbie. I'm not yeah. even initiated yet. Yeah. So it was so funny, like, because last year I didn't rush because of that, like, yes. whole vibe. Yes. And I was kind of, like, just being like, well, I wanted to go into college not that my vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, to do all the ministries, like, mm-hmm. be that, that person that have, like, that be, like, my standard, I guess. Yeah. But then freshman year I definitely, like, met all these girls that... Um, we're in sororities, but we're also, like, leading me to grow closer to Christ, and that we're becoming, like, one of my, like, really good friends, and so I think it was really cool to be, like, okay, not everyone's like that, right? And even my roommates last year, like, they were just the kindest people, and they were both in sororities, too, and I was, like, okay, not everyone's, like, stuck up and bratty and only care about what they're wearing, you know, but, um, so anyway, so that's kind of, like, why I rushed last, or this year, and so I kind of, I told Emily, I was, like, I kind of want to, like, tell this story, too, and I was, of, like, just, like, rush in general mm-hmm. um so I'll like go on a little bit yeah, about that and then yeah. keep talking about. yeah but for me my rush experience I was kind of like going into it 
Honestly, I told everyone I was going into it open-minded. Yeah. Because that's what everyone told me to say. Yeah. But I only wanted 85. <laughs> and yeah. so that was just really, honestly, like, funny for me because I went into it. I was like, okay, God, like, if I get 85, that's great. Like, I know that that's your plan for me. But if I don't, like, you have such a better, bigger plan for my life. Mm-hmm. So either way, I'm going to trust you. And I took Rush as, like, this biggest, like, part of just, like, that week of just, like, trusting in him and his plan for my life, and it was, like, honestly kind of scary, because, like, I know it doesn't, in the end, like, it doesn't matter if you got into that sorority mm-hmm. or you, you didn't, mm-hmm. but to me, I was, like, well, like, I, you know, everyone second guesses them, and then they're, like, overthinking, oh, like, well, well did they not like, you know, all that stuff mm-hmm. that goes through rush, but, like, literally, like, every day, instead of, like, stressing out about, oh, this already dropped me, oh, this, you know, I just would, like, pray, and I remember, I remember being, so, like, you go in front of this curtain and, like, wait to go into the parties, Mm -hmm. and I remember every time I went into 80 Pies, like, I heard them, like, they're all lighting up, and I was behind the curtain, and I just, every time, I just prayed, I was like, Lord, if they don't want me, if if you don't want me to be in this, take it away. Like, Mm -hmm. every time before I went in that curtain, every time I would pray, like, if you don't want this for me, like, take it away. Like, make me drop me. And every time I went in, like, the conversations were really cool. And it was cool that I wasn't afraid to talk about my faith with those people. And, like, I just felt like it was, like, open. I can do that. And I did it through every other sorority talking Mm -hmm. about my faith. But it was just, like, I just felt like, Honestly, that was, like, bold of me, you know? Mm-hmm. One, because, like, that's kind of, like, scary talking about Christianity in something that you don't know if these girls, you know, are Christians or aren't. And so mm-hmm. that was cool doing that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so then, last day of Rush, I single preference bid 80 pie, and you got this call at, like, 9 a.m. And I remember I couldn't sleep the whole night. And I, like, woke up at 5 a.m. And I just, like, I had this verse I was, like, reading all week. It was... Maybe it was Psalms 182. It was the Psalms. And I had the Psalms, and I was just, like, reading it. And honestly, like, it was so funny. I was standing on my bed and, like, worshiping. Like, standing. Like, jumping around worship. Like, the type of worship where you're just, like, dancing and just, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, just having fun. Yeah. And it was just funny because I'm, like, 5 a.m. and I'm by myself, and I'm just, like, praising the Lord, jumping on my bed. I literally was, like, on my my knees, too. But it wasn't like I was praying, like, please let me get 85, like, please trust mm-hmm. me. I was doing that, but the same, it, like, during this prayer, I was just, like, Lord, I'm, like, this, I think this was a part of my life where I was, like, going to give, like, it all to him. Yeah. Because I think there's part parts of my life that I didn't trust, like, giving it all in his hands, and yeah. I just, like, get little bits of it. So what I'm trying to go with this is, like, it was a cool learning experience of, like, giving everything to him mm-hmm. and then seeing how much, like, he gave everything back to me or like he like like helped and like fulfilled this dream of mine and like showed me and even if I didn't get 80 pie I think I still um would have been so thankful absolutely because because, yeah and because through that whole process like that was your prayer of Lord if this is not what you want for me then take it away and so if it would have been taken away then you would have been so confident like yeah this is not what the Lord wants for me this year but I want to also go off of something that you talked about like talking about your faith in rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was going through Rush, we were, like, told not to talk oh, about really? the Bible. Yeah. It was, like, the four Bs or whatever. Yes. Like, you don't talk about boys, booze, Big, Bible, yeah. ballot, so, like, politics. Oh. And for me, I was, like, you know, my faith is the most important part of my life. And 
if a sorority drops me because I want to talk about the Lord, then I don't need to be there anyways. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this and you're considering going through recruitment, I would just say to you, talk about what you really are passionate about. And if, if you want your faith to be, you know, a huge part of your Greek experience, then don't feel like you can't talk about it because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if if that's the reason that you don't get into a sorority or whatever, then you don't need to be there anyways because yeah. they can't like appreciate that side of you. And also there might not be people there that are going to encourage that mm-hmm. part of your life, if that yeah, makes sense. That's good. But yeah, I, I have loved recruitment every single year. Every Aww. single year I have, I mean, I talk about the Lord in almost every single round. Um, which is really sweet because so many girls come into recruitment feeling very anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is kind of a scary process and it's hard to, you know, everyone can say like, well, my identity isn't in this. And I think a lot of people really do believe that, but it's also hard when, you know, you aren't getting invited back to certain sororities or whatever, Mm. but to be able to be on the other side and to comfort girls and kind of just say, you know, you are so valuable outside of all of this. And like, this is just one tiny little part of your college experience and you're going to end up exactly where you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be and you don't need to worry about it. Like seeing the relief on girls' faces, like when I tell them that in a round, like it creates this bond with them that like I've, I've met some of my best friends through recruitment. And so it's been like really sweet. I know it's, a lot of girls have kind of a love-hate relationship with recruitment. Yeah. Like, some girls really like it and some hate it. But I really love it because yeah. I've been able I to... I mean, even on our side, sometimes they say, like, don't talk about, you know, the bees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm going to talk about it because <laughs> I feel like there's a need for this, especially yeah. in that space of going through recruitment. Yes. Like, it is so scary. You know what I mean? Yes. I saw this thing. I'm not going to be able to find this. But it was this girl that posted during recruitment. But it was, like, a post from, like, like when she rushed, like, so long ago. Did mm-hmm. you see? A lot of girls, like, reposted it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, it was basically she was talking about how, like, rush can be a mission field. Yeah. Through even, like, when you are the person recruiting and you're the person being recruited. Right. Like, and I think that was, like, cool to, like, hear. And she posted this whole thing, and I ate it up. Okay, I really want to read it, so hold on. Sorry. I, like, don't know where my archives are in Instagram. Let's see. Oh, guys, we found it. Oh, let's go. Okay. So, she said, um, be bold and be confident in the mission. And she quoted, like, 1 Timothy Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Set an example for believers in what you say and how you live. Also, set an example for... um, and how you love and what you believe so I just thought that was cool and like I think that relates to what you're about to talk about and just like being in a sorority yeah yeah absolutely and I think going off of that too and this also ties into you know once you are in a sorority like knowing your identity even once you're in you know like every single day you're gonna be challenged with taking like the narrow path and taking, like, the wide road that is so easy because everyone's doing it. Um, And I've definitely felt that since being in a sorority, but I can say that it is, like, so much better to live a life 
chasing after the Lord every single day instead of taking the easy way and and doing just what everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's really funny because I think that there's judgment that goes both ways. Like I think being on like the Greek side, sometimes you can feel judged by like the Christians, but then also being a Christian, you feel judged by the Greek yeah. people, you know what I mean? And so I think in that situation in particular, it's so important to know who you are and to know that above all else, like, I'm Emily, I'm a daughter of the Lord, and, like, that is the most important thing that anyone could know Mm. about me. And I can still go to a pregame, I can still go to a function, and I can still be around those people because, like, those are my friends and I love them. But at the end of the day, like, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and I want my life to emulate the life of Jesus. Mm. And so I believe, like, I'm called to a higher standard. And so, you know, living above reproach and living a life where people look at you at those pregames and they're like, what in the world? Like, why is she even here? Yeah. And at the end of the day, that is where like the, the mission field in a sorority is like for a long time, especially when I was chaplain, like for a while, I, I was kind of like, well, I feel like I shouldn't go to this pregame or like blah, 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 because I'm chaplain and I feel like I can't do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I met with a mentor one time um, in a ministry called Greek University, which is a campus ministry specifically for Greek students, and it's amazing. But they challenged me, and they were like, Emily, don't you see that, like, if you look at Jesus's ministry, like, he wasn't going to the churches. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to the places where, like, there's darkness and people are lost and broken. And not to say that everyone in sororities are, you know, completely lost and broken like don't get me wrong because that's me just applying the stereotype and I'm here to say that it's not true (laughs) but they challenged me and they're like Emily like go like why wouldn't you go and and they're like and when you go you aren't going to try to like convict people you aren't going there to try to say like hey you know you shouldn't be doing these things. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not why you go. You go because those are the people that you adore and love because they're your sisters and they're your friends. And above all else, like, you don't have to partake in what they're doing, but you're still there and you're loving them because you care about that relationship. And also, I think that, you know, in order to do ministry really well, there has to be that base relationship to earn any sort of credibility to what you're saying. Like if you're talking to someone, you know what I mean? Um, So that's kind of a lot. No, that's (laughs) good. I was going to add too, like, I think sometimes there's this like, um, also another like stereotype of like, I guess a Christian and even like a Southern, like Mm -hmm. Baptist Christian, Mm -hmm. not even just Baptist, just people in the South. I mean, I've seen it coming from like the North to the South. Um, there's a lot of times where it seems very fake Mm -hmm. and I feel like even just fake in like the kindness, you know, like how Mm -hmm. people have the Southern kindness here Mm -hmm. and then the North, everyone's really blunt. So like even I pick up on, but I think there's sometimes this thing of like, oh, she's this Christian, but she's also too, like, she's a two-faced Christian and she's Mm -hmm. going to these pregames doing all this stuff. But I think like how, I guess, what is your advice for like when people say that, I guess. And like, cause at the same time, there are some people that, yes, identify as Christians, but still 
are on a journey of that and still growing in their Christianity, but still living for the world. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying not to, like, say this in, like, a rude, like, entitlement issue way or, like, sure. like judging anyone, but I think a lot of times there is, like, that. Mm-hmm. Not a fake Christian, but I think everyone says, oh, they're a fake Christian because they're doing this, but they're not. And mm-hmm. so how do you, I guess, you as a person, when you're going through those pregames and you're, like, well, I know my standards are high because I want to live for the Lord and live like like Him in the image of God. How do you do that and your friends aren't looking at you being like, oh, she's just like either, oh, she's just entitled or, oh, she's like this goody two-shoe or, oh, she's a fake Christian. Sure. Because I feel like those are three yeah. like things that, I mean, I've seen and I've gotten accused of. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I have a lot of different thoughts on that. But Sorry, first of all, no, you're so good. I'm going to read this verse out of Romans. It's Romans 12, 9 through 13. Um, and it kind of goes along with what you're saying, you know, when you're in these places and people may be like accusing you or maybe you feel uncomfortable. But this is what it says. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual server, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, mm-hmm. faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. So when you said all that and you're like, what, you know, what do you do? At the end of the day, people really may attack you. And they may be yeah. like, who are you to be here all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's expected because that's yeah. what happened to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? So... At the end of the day, character will always shine through. And your character, like, if if your true heart is is to love people, mm. then it must be sincere. And, like, you have to cling to what is good. And so at the end of the day, like, yeah, people may say stuff. And, like, that's okay. Like, they can say whatever they want. Because at the end of the day, your character is what hmm. can be sustained through all of that. That's good. Um, and... On the other hand, when you were saying, like, the kind of cultural Christianity yeah. thing with us being in the South, I think I've had to just remind myself that it's just not my place to, to judge. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I cannot control other people's actions, and, mm-hmm. like, that's not really my place to do that anyways. Like, my job is to love them, period. Like, that's it. Period. Um, and I think, like... Kind of like what I said, you know, if there's a relationship there, then I think that that's when, you know, the accountability can come into play. Um, but in my opinion, like, until that relationship is there, like, my my role is, like, to love. And, like, the accountability comes out of love, too. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if that really answers no, your good. question. No, that's that That is, I feel yeah. like. Because there is, like, the, like I've, I've definitely talked about this before, but, like, there's a difference between accountability and judging someone. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, judging someone, like, accountability is out of love. Right. Judging someone, that's, like, that's not out of love at yeah. all. Yeah, like, and honestly, yeah. and I'll be completely honest with you, like, there have been so many times in my life, especially when I was in high school, and, like, I'll just be honest, I, like, really struggled with being judgmental towards people. And, I, like, now I can see that during the mm-hmm. time. Like, I would have never thought that. But looking back, that's exactly what it was. And this kind of sense of entitlement, like, yeah. what you were saying, where, like, I was seriously, like, the church girl, like, the youth group girl in high school. And for me, like, I really struggled 
with like that gap between like you know I feel like this church girl why are my friends like going and partying like what's happening Mm -hmm. and I like battled with that in myself and now I'm like oh my gosh Emily like what the heck yeah because at the end of the day when you like really understand your position in this world and like when you when you view your life in terms of Christ like who am I to like literally judge anyone for what they do you know what I mean like I I am a sinner like we are all sinners yeah period and I think like we are all on the same level and I think that really helps me like when you know being in a sorority or whatever like it's it's we're all we're all the same Mm. you know what I mean yeah yeah I like that um I guess I was gonna ask you like what are some things that you just like love about being an 80 pie and then what's like some of like advice for girls already in the sorority and like wanting to live like Christ sure yeah yeah so I love 80 pie and (laughs) it's I really do. It's it's one of my favorite things ever. Um, one thing that I love about it is the opportunity for leadership and mm-hmm. like holding positions. Mm-hmm. And I would say if you're listening to this and you're in a sorority, go out for a position mm-hmm. because I didn't really start loving eighty pie for what it was until I was chaplain. That's cool. And at this point I'm have a different position. Now I do merchandise. So I yeah, do like t shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> but I I love that too because you get to really understand the ins and outs of the operational side yeah. of a sorority. And I just have so much respect for the fact that our sorority is being run by college girls. That's like amazing. that's it. Like there's no one there's no adult that's like yeah. running this thing like it's girls our age which I think is like really fascinating and it's, yeah it's very structured yes I love I mean, how it's, structured it's it really is. amazing so I feel like personally I've grown a lot from having those positions like professionally which is kind of interesting and I feel like people <laughs> usually don't think about that when you think about a sorority yeah um but like I've grown in my leadership abilities awesome. a lot since being in 80 pie second obviously like the people I mean, my best friends are in 80 Pi, and yeah. I've met through 80 Pi. Um, and so I feel like that is kind of what people expect from yeah. the sororities. Like, yeah. you, you meet your friends. Meet your sisters. Um, We're sisters. Yeah, we are sisters. <laughs> That's so funny. For life. Um, one more thing is, honestly, like, I love the events. I think yeah. it's so much fun. It, it, gives you, it gives you stuff to do. It fills your schedule. Like, some of my favorite college memories are from 80 Pi Functions. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mallard and formal and all that stuff. That's so, good. I love that. And I, in my little rush video, I was like, this year I want to be all in. Yes. I said that. It yes. is so true that I feel like ever since I like joined, I feel like like more like oh I want to do these things. Oh I can do these things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. And I feel like last year like I didn't have any opportunities to go do things. And so yeah. And going off of that, I always tell people this: you are going to get out what you're putting in. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to you know, only go to events, then you're just going to get events. You know what I mean? But, like, the deeper you go, the more you get out of it. So, like, for me, being an officer, like, I've put in, like, I put in so much time into 80 Pi, like, doing stuff. And so I feel, like, such a strong sense of love for it because, I mean, it's kind of like any relationship. Like, the more time you spend with someone, the more you love it. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I feel. But I love that. Yeah, for sure. What was the other question that you asked? I don't remember. 
Oh, just like advice for girls oh, already yeah. in a, any sorority. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't even have to be like a Christian advice. Yeah. Like, okay, definitely get involved. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of already touched on that and why that's important. Um, and I think it's just important to also not get like okay stuck is not the right word but don't be scared to branch out and like meet new people mm. like i'm a senior but some of my best friends are in this new pledge class <laughs> like the other day i literally was hanging out with a bunch of freshman girls and i was like y'all are just my friends so <laughs> i don't know you say about me and i love it <laughs> i know like you are one of my best friends but um yeah that's one thing i would say like it's easy to just get comfortable in your little friend group like yeah. that you met on bid day or whatever but there's like so that. many more people. No, I love that. And like, okay, I'm I'm like I said, I'm a senior, so I think about post grad a lot in jobs. <sighs> but leveraging a sorority as a networking opportunity yes. to like get a job is huge. Yeah. And I feel like people don't really think about that. But I got a job offer this summer <gasps> from a last summer. Oh, I oh. didn't I ended up doing something else. Oh. But I knew this woman from 85 like she came and spoke um at one of like our rush like our um workshop yeah our workshops but anyway so that's so cool use use your sorority to find a job I like that advice yeah that's That's really cool um and also just don't take it super seriously like I know right now big little is happening and everyone's trying to find their big or their little it's really not that deep and it's just really not that deep and sometimes people get really stressed and overwhelmed, and yeah. it's just not that easy. I so, think it's funny, too, because I think it happens when you least expect it. Yeah. Like, even with that, mm-hmm. like, stressing out about who was going to be my big, and I was like, this is really, this is going to be released later. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's funny, because in this one girl that I, like, really liked, you're the one that was like, you should reach out to her. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Yeah. And I would have never known if, like, you didn't meet those other random connections. Yeah, know. yeah, no, it's oh, awesome. Yeah, I cut you off. Go no, ahead. no, you didn't cut me off. Yeah, I mean, I, I could talk about how great sororities are, like, all day. I really could. Um, but ultimately, just enjoy it. Like, it's crazy to me that I'm almost done. No, that's sad. And it is really sad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just just what you put in is what you get out I like that and and I will say like that goes for everything yes. like that doesn't that's not just for sororities like that goes for every single thing that you could be involved in and not that you have to like go super deep in every single thing but go deep go deep in something like pick something that like you're going to devote a lot of time to because that's where you get like the relationships and the mm. connections and the and the memories and all of that stuff yeah you that's know? so true and I really like too how you said like some of your best friends now are like freshman mm-hmm. like and I think that goes to show like if you're in a sorority and you aren't right now finding your closest friends and you're like stressed out about like that like I feel like it happens over time oh my gosh and like yes. it's, it's obviously gonna yes. happen I think like yeah that's mm-hmm. definitely something I've been hearing a lot about yeah. from people and that brings up something that I also really want to share because I over the years I mean I've gone through the ups and downs of college but I've also been able to talk to a lot of girls who also are going in the ups and downs of college mm-hmm. And especially in a sorority, like, it can be so hard because it's it's really overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Like, it really is. It is. <laughs> and it's hard when you look around you, especially when you're a new member, and you and this goes, like, this is college freshman, period, like, whether you're in a sorority or not. It's hard when you look around and you see so many girls and it looks like they already have all of their best yeah. friends. And, like, if that's not you, it's easy to be, like, 
oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Because when you're in high school, everyone says college is the best four years of your life. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, that sucks because I'm about to graduate college. Is this is this as good as life gets? And like, yeah. no, it's like life is going to get better. But also it's it's so hard. Like it makes me so sad because I've talked to so many girls who like struggle a lot, especially freshman year around like the end of first semester where they're like, where are my best friends? Yeah. Like I, I thought that I should have already had all of my best friends yeah. by now. And like, why am I not having the best time of my life? And I just want to say, like, as a reminder, those friendships will come. And, like, they'll come when you don't expect it. Like, my best friends now, I they weren't even my best friends freshman year. Like, I wouldn't even say we were, like, close friends at all freshman year. That's awesome. Um, so I hope that that's just an encouragement. If you are a freshman and you're feeling that way, just give it time. Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be – it can be quality over quantity. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, you don't have to have, like, that whole friend group. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, that's my little piece of advice that's because really I feel like a lot of people do struggle with that, and it's hard when you've been told that this is supposed to be the best time of your life, and sometimes it's not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, college is really hard, and <laughs> yes. it's it's good to just keep that in mind. That's so true. Like, I yeah. remember first semester last year, I was, like, crying, like, every week, and yeah. I, like, wanted to go home, and I, like, wanted to transfer, and yeah. then it got better, but it was, like, I was, like, why, you know, like, yeah. my mom went to college and, like, has her, she is still friends with her college friends till this day, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, she met them, you know, like, yeah. freshman year, like, why can't, you know, and yeah. so I think it's always, like, the why, mm-hmm. but everyone has their different story, everyone's on their different journey, Yeah, and you have to, like, think about that, too, and, like, the Lord isn't gonna hurt you with that, like, he's oh, obviously gosh, gonna yeah. bless you if... Like, you are praying for those good friendships. Oh, my gosh, you know? yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I like that advice a lot. That's yeah, really good. Well, sure. do you have anything else for us today? I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. But I will say, if you're on the fence about being in a sorority, because I've also talked to a lot of girls, I'm like, especially the girls that have gone through Bridge, which is kind of like the first year at Clemson yeah. when you, you aren't at Clemson yet. Um. And I've talked to some girls. I'm like, are you going to go? Are you going to rush? And so many times they're like, uh, I don't know. And they kind of like in the conversation, they're like, I don't I don't think I want to be involved in Greek life because like I'm not X, Y, and Z. Like I don't fit that mold. And I just want to say that's honestly a lie. Like the mold does not exist. There is no mold. And you can be a light to people like mm-hmm. – my whole thing, like, my whole college experience has been seeing Greek life as an opportunity for ministry, mm-hmm. and and it's not, like, a conventional thing, like, it's not a campus ministry, but, like, there's so many girls who need friends who, like, know who they are in the Lord and can encourage them in that way, um, so if you're on the fence, do it. Yeah. I love being in a sorority. It's so much fun. It's been a month in. I love it. Yeah. And it's not like I'm making it my whole personality, but it's so fun to be like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I'm in this cool thing. Yeah. 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 It's It's so fun. And even just like, like I feel like I've made so much more like friends too that are in other sororities. Yeah. Just by random connections too. And I think it's literally all about the connections you make and like too Mm -hmm. of like, just do it. Like you'll meet so many people and. Right. And another thing that I want to add, like, obviously your experience really worked out, but sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, when you're going through recruitment, and sometimes 
you know, you come into it and you really, really want to rush a certain sorority and Mm -hmm. they drop you. And I just want to say, like, trust the process and, like, Liv, you, like, went through recruitment in such a beautiful way where you kind of had your hands open to it and you were like, Lord, if this is what you want, then, like, that'd be great. But if not, then it's okay. Yeah. Um, First of all, just because you're in a sorority doesn't mean those are the only friends you can have. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of friends that are not in sororities, that are in different sororities. Um, So don't think that just because you aren't in a certain sorority that that means that you aren't going to be able to be friends with them anyways. Um, and then also just trusting that like, you're going to end up where you're supposed to be and it's okay if it's not what you expected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good. Sorority, like it does not have to be, it's not going to be your entire life. Like there is life outside of sororities in college for so sure. True. Yeah. Okay. I think good that's advice. all now. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to close that in prayer? I would love to. Okay. Yay. Lord, thank you so much for this day. I thank you for Olivia and just her heart for you, God. I thank you for this podcast and just all of the girls um, that it's been able to reach. Um, I thank you just for the conversations that have been had in this outlet, Lord. I thank you for the people that this podcast in particular is going to reach, Lord. Um, I just want to pray over Greek life, Lord, nationwide, Mm -hmm. that you would just come and break down barriers lord um that a sorority or fraternity lord would be known for the people that love you lord Mm -hmm. um i just pray that you would come and cover especially clemson lord um and that every single student and greek student lord would just know that their identity is in you above all other other things um I just pray for a revival here too, mm, Lord, that yes. your spirit would just be poured out over Clemson um, and over every single college campus. Um, Lord, we love you. We need you so much. Um, and we just ask you to come and be with us. Um, I pray for the people um, in Greek life that feel lonely, Lord, or that feel like they aren't worthy to be where they are. Um, and I pray that you would just come and just destroy those lies, God, that you would just remind people who they are, which are loved and cherished sons and daughters of you. Um, Thank you so much for this opportunity, and it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking about this, and thank you for everyone for listening, and I hope you guys like this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.